You're listening to Matt Walsh on demand. Welcome. Welcome to the Matt Walsh podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I do appreciate that. I want you to know that I appreciate it. I, I'm working on, I, I realized someone told me uh, a couple of days ago that I say appreciate. And I've gone my whole life saying appreciate and nobody ever told me. So appreciate. I appreciate it. And I think, in fact, today, I, I feel pretty good about today. And I think it might actually be worth listening to. But don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on it. We'll go through it and then we'll see how it works out in the end. And we'll kind of, uh, we'll determine it from there. So a couple of days ago, I wrote something um, about an issue that cropped up at Planet Fitness. And uh, I, I, I wrote a, a letter to Planet Fitness called Dear Planet Fitness, Why Don't You Care About the Safety and Privacy of Women? And I only wrote this letter because I had to. You know, I, I, I don't like calling people out publicly. You know, I, but I do like that, actually. I kind of enjoy it. But, but in this case, I, I wouldn't have. It's just that I had to because I'm a member of Planet Fitness. And I wanted to cancel my membership. So I went online to figure out if you know, I could do it online or do it over the phone. They said you have to s- submit a written form to them. So I said, well, now, okay, so I'm gonna, I have to write this all out anyway. I might as well publish it like a blog post. And the reason that I wrote it, well, I, I canceled my Planet Fitness uh, membership for, I should have canceled it a long time ago. It really is the worst gym in America. It's the only gym that I'm aware of that has all-you-can-eat pizza and bagels and candy. They have Tootsie Rolls. Of, and some Planet Fitnesses, they have to put signs everywhere saying, don't leave Tootsie Roll uh, wrappers in the containers on the treadmill. And if you're a gym where that sign becomes necessary, then there are problems. And of course, at Planet Fitness, they, they, they have dumbbells that only go up to 50 pounds and they have, uh, they have preacher curl bars that only go up to like 60 pounds because, because it might intimidate or scare somebody to see you lifting more than 50 or 60 pounds. But apparently, apparently in, in their mind, you might be intimidated or scared by seeing a man, you know, curling 70 pounds, but you won't be intimidated or scared or you shouldn't be intimidated or scared by a big, burly, hairy man walking into the female locker room while you're trying to change as a woman. That should not scare you. Because, as you probably heard, Thursday or Friday of, uh, of last week, this came out that a, a woman was at a Planet Fitness in, in Michigan, and she was in the, the locker room, um, the female locker room where she belonged, because, you know, it says, it does say women, and then it says men to indicate which one you're supposed to go into which is very exclusionary. You know, it's very exclusionary and bigoted, but, but it says it right there, women and men. Uh, so she was changing, and then a, a man walked in uh, to, put down, to put away his purse and his jacket because, you see, he's, uh, he's a man, but he identifies as a woman. And she was obviously distraught about this. She told the front desk. They said, too bad, he identifies as a woman so he can act like one. Uh, she called corporate. They told her the same thing. Um, they told her to stop complaining about it. She didn't stop complaining about it. They banned her. They kicked her out. Now, in, in America, in, uh, in the year 2015, and it's been this way for a little while, if you are one thing, but you identify as another thing, not only can you walk around claiming to be that thing, well, of, of course you can do that. You have the right to do that. You, you could walk, I could walk around all day saying that I'm a cantaloupe. You know, I could say, I'm, I'm a cantaloupe, guys. I, feel, I really feel like a cantaloupe today. I feel, like a, I feel like a large melon. That's what I feel like. But the thing is, 
I can, I can claim that. Nobody can stop me from claiming that. But can I hop up on the produce rack at Food Lion and claim that, hey, this is where I belong, here with my, here with my people or with, my, or with my, my cantaloupe? The answer is no. In that case, I can't. Because, yes, I might identify as a cantaloupe, but Food Lion has every right to say to me, well, you identify as that, but you're not that. You know, you're not. You're a human being. So you might, you might say that you are that, but you're not that. And so I'm not going to treat you like something that you aren't. But when it comes to men who claim to be women or women who claim to be men, which that means we have people who are one thing biologically, chromosomally. Uh, is that a word? I don't know. Biologically, physically, scientifically, according to their DNA, according to their chromosomes, according, according to their, their, their genetics, they are one thing. According to their anatomy, they are one thing, but then they feel like another. So not only do they claim it, but we have to start treating them like the thing that they aren't. There might not be a better example of how our culture is disintegrating. Um, our, our, our capacity for common sense and reason evaporating. There's not a better example than this kind of issue with this transgender thing. Whether it's you're a man who thinks you're a woman or like me thinking I'm a cantaloupe or you think you're the queen of England unless you are the queen of England or you think you're an alien from outer space, or you think you're a beluga whale, or you think you're a, a, a willow tree, it doesn't matter. If you are one thing, but you think that you're another, then you suffer from a delusion. You suffer probably from, from, from a disorder of some kind. And, and I do have compassion for that. And, um, and I, but I have compassion for it. I'm sympathetic. But because I'm sympathetic, that means I'm not going to pander to that delusion. Because that's the last thing that you need. If somebody walks into the room and says, I'm the Queen of England, uh, are you going to roll out the carpet for them and bow before them and kiss their rings? And they say, well, well, that's what they think, so we should treat them like that. I mean, I probably wouldn't even do that for the real Queen of England. But the point is, are you going to play along? If they're three or four years old, maybe you will because you're having a fun time. But if this is a grown adult, now you're going to say, well, we need to get this person help. They need help. They don't need us to play along. They need help. But in today's society, we have everyone seems to think, well, we all need to play along. And, and it's not even just playing along anymore. It's, well, they insist that reality is something that it isn't. And so therefore it is. That's, that's what we've decided. You, you get to invent your own reality. You, you have that kind of control. You get to invent your own reality. And anyone, anyone who tries to impose actual reality on your invented reality well that person is a bigot and intolerant we so reject truth we so reject reality that now you can change your biological identity just through your feelings your feelings can change the reality can change science your feelings can change your biology we insist and that's relativism for you so the, the sort of tenet of of relativism is that you can't judge. And that's why this has become a favorite refrain for so many people in any conversation. They'll, they'll run in and say, well, you can't judge. No judging. Stop judging. Can't judge. Says in the Bible, no judging. Stop judging. And when it comes to the woman who was uh, upset about a man walking into the locker room, well, she's being judgmental. It's a no judge. Uh, uh, Planet Fitness, they call it a no judging zone.
And I, I think this, this is why I want to talk about it because plan, the Planet Fitness thing is, is such a great microcosm for everything that's wrong in our society because um, not only do you have them allowing men into the female locker room, but they do it under the, under the pretense of, of, well, we are a no-judgment zone. But in being a no-judgment zone, they made a judgment against the woman who they judged to be judging. You see? <laughs> it's... Their judgment is that you can't judge, but to make that judgment, they have to judge the judging person, don't they? And I was reading some of the comments on my Facebook wall, and there are, you know, a thousand or more, uh, and many of them quite, quite angry. But this is the common thread between all the, I'll just give you a few examples of some of the angry comments. Uh, Jackie says, this to me is more a matter of simple, closed-minded people who are afraid of anything they don't understand. Uh, and who think their beliefs are the only ones that are right and that, and that, and that matter, and the rest of us non-Christians are wrong. It's time to start accepting others and teaching our children tolerance and love. It's sad that in 2015, we are no longer uh, along than we were before. I'm ashamed of that. Okay. Uh, Deborah says, wow, you're truly ignorant, talking to me. You're one of the reasons why many people, especially transgender, are committing suicide so sad. Kudos to Planet Fitness. Let me, let me, actually, I want to stop there for a minute, uh, Deborah, because you, you don't get to do that. I'm sorry. You, you, you don't get to put the blood of transgendered uh, people on me, the ones that cr- tragically commit suicide. Because you know something, Deborah? You know something? I think you are part of the reason why transgender people commit suicide. And I am aware that people who suffer from this mental disorder do commit suicide more frequently than the rest of the population. And I'm going to say that you and your attitude, you are part of the reason. In the end, it's a decision that they make tragically. But you are more the reason than I am. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because these people suffer from a delusion. And instead of helping them out of the delusion, you send them further into it. They are a man or they are a woman. They're not happy in their own skin. And instead of helping them to be happy as the person that they are, you tell them they can be something that they aren't. But they can't be something that they aren't. And eventually that dawns on them. And in that moment when it dawns on them, they have nowhere to turn because we have people like you, faux do-gooders, saying, well, yes, you can be what you aren't. But they know that it's not true. And so then they're hopeless and they have nowhere to turn. So this is more on you, Deborah, than it's on anybody else. You take truth and you take reality away from a person and what you're left with is despair. So that is on you, not on me. Anyway, uh, Brandy says, shame on all of you. Transgender men and women have not had an easy life. Bigots just want to make it worse. Uh, Good for her for being who she is. She's not being who she is. She's not a she. Um, Nikki says, this is a malicious and judgmental article to call transgender people delusional is crossing a line. This lady is a bigot talking about the lady who complained, uh, quite frankly, an a-hole. Jen says, you're an effing moron. Transgenders have feelings, too. Transgenders have feelings, too. Such a dumb... I'm I'm sorry, Jen, that's just a really dumb argument. I mean, nobody is proposing that they don't have feelings. That's just a really dumb thing to say. I don't say that as an insult. It really is just... It is something that... it's It's an argument that lacks intelligence, is what I'm trying to say. Um, she said, uh, speaking of lacking intelligence, she continues, this is the most F-tardness S, that's F-word, tardness, so the F-word, tardness, S, I've ever effing read in my whole effing life, exclamation point, exclamation point. Uh, Elizabeth says, I do have to say that your hatred is just ugly and not needed. Um, if you have nothing nice to say, then shut the F up. <laughs> Love that. If you have nothing nice to say, then shut the F up. 
But apparently, if the nice, if the un, if the not nice thing you have to say is to shut the f up, well, then you can say that, I guess. Planet Fitness, please start adding transgender single-use bathrooms, changing rooms, uh, blah blah blah. Okay, now we now we get to the real point. Um, oh, uh, Carrie left a comment, uh, a couple comments. First, she says, "I live in the city where this has happened. This transgender woman is not mentally disordered. Uh, the woman who complained was told that they would that they would not discriminate against a transgender woman." So the nice Christian straight woman spent the next four days waging a smear campaign against the transgender woman, so on and so forth. Which, by the way, I, I you know, if um, if that was my wife who was in a restroom, a man walked in. Um, if I was there, and uh, the man walked in where my wife was changing, I, I, I don't know how I would react, but I might react in a way that gets me charged with a, well, I'm not sure how I'd react to that, but it would not be in a in a in a nice. It would not be in a non-judgmental way, I'll put it that way. But um, in any case, I, I would certainly tell my wife, yeah, warn everybody else in the gym that this is the policy. Warn all the other women. Tell everybody that this is the policy in case they don't know. But then Carrie continues, my only point is that the comments about the transgender person are cruel and promote hate and discrimination. And the fact that this behavior is defended by Christians is sad to me. I was taught, here we get to the, to the crux, I was taught Christianity is about love and acceptance and being non-judgmental. There it is. Christianity is about love and acceptance and being non-judgmental. Now, I'm going to harp on this point because how many times have you heard this over and over and over again? And I've tried to address it countless times. I've tried to address it. Um, But now I'm going to dedicate this podcast to it. This idea that as Christians, as moral people, we are called to not judge. This is a lie. It's not true. It's absurd. And not only that, but the people, as I've already covered, the people who say it don't believe it and don't follow it themselves because it's almost always proposed in the context of judging someone who just supposedly judged. So it's sort of like, being a relativist in general is an inherent contradiction in terms. You know, to, to say that there is no truth is to say that it's true that there isn't a truth. So the moment you propose it, you've defeated it. You, you can't, to be really be a relativist, that means you really can't ever say anything or, or, or ever submit anything as being true or factual or correct. And just like saying that you can't judge means that you can never even say you can't judge because saying not to judge is itself it's a judgment. And then you have this... this uh, conflating of acceptance and love which is which is very dangerous love and acceptance like the two things go hand in hand like the two things are synonymous when in fact they aren't when in fact um oftentimes they are they are the they are opposites you know oftentimes if you love someone then you would not accept their behavior if it's destructive or wrong or evil um but what What's the, let's, let's back up for a minute. What is the definition of accept? Accept means to take or receive, receive with approval or favor, agree or consent to, accede to, respond or answer affirmatively to, to accommodate or reconcile oneself to. Now, what does that mean? So when we say accept other people, what does that mean? Well, we should certainly take or receive or uh, agree or consent to their existence. Yes, we should. We should. We should accept their existence. But interestingly enough, when does this come up? You know, w- w- when do you have people who aren't accepting the existence of other people? Uh, well, 
when, when you have an abortion. So the one time when it actually applies, when saying, hey, we should accept other, when that actually applies, that's the one time where progressives won't apply it. Because we should certainly accept, you know, once a, a child is conceived, that at the very least, to begin with, starting point here, that reality needs to be accepted. We have to consent to and accept this reality that th- this child now exists and it's a human being. But beyond that, what does it mean to accept somebody? Once we've accepted their existence, fine, that's easy to do. Um, because when you don't accept somebody's existence, that means you're murdering them. So you know, it's easy for most of us to, to avoid doing that. So beyond that, should we just accept everybody? No questions asked, accept everything about everybody? No, we don't have to accept the things about someone that are wrong, destructive, sinful. We, we don't have to accept those things. Because if we accept them, it means we're agreeing and consenting to and giving our approval to them. If we accept something that's wrong, we are approving of it. And that we cannot do. Now, what does it mean to love? Well, the dictionary says love means a profoundly tender, passionate affection for another person. Uh, but I would say this is an, an instance here where the, the dictionary just, just, you know, just can't quite give you the full give you the full picture because it's a dictionary and love is a is a universal cosmic sort of idea and the dictionary can't quite spell it out you'd be better going to the bible to find out a definition of love um but i'll propose this you know combining what the dictionary and the bible have to say i'll propose that from a christian perspective anyway uh, to love someone and i'm going to really simplify it but to love someone is to desire for them to go to heaven and to try to help them along in that process. That's what it means to love. Now this, like I said, it's simple, simplified because, uh, you know, the Greeks had several different words for love, which covered, you know, charitable love, uh, brotherly love, romantic love. Um, and we only have the one, but the thing that ties all that together is, you know, whether you love someone in a brotherly way, in a, in a charitable way, you love someone in a romantic way. Uh, what that always means, if you really love them, is that you, you want their salvation for them. Okay. So that's what it means to love. So, and, and the opposite of that is hate. To sincerely wish for someone to burn in hell is to hate them. That's hate. So... If, if to love someone means to, to want for them to go to heaven, then that also means that oftentimes we don't accept the things about them that are wrong. And if we're not always accepting, that means that we are judging, okay? So let's go back to the dictionary because I want to I deal with this head on. Is it okay for us to judge some, some people? And I'm saying, yes, it is okay to judge. And in fact, not only should we judge, but we, but we should be judgmental. We should be judgmental. What does it mean to be judgmental? Judgmental, according to the dictionary, means of or concerning the use of judgment. So a judgmental person is someone who uses judgment. Now, the second definition is, you know, the way it's sort of colloquially used, where a judgmental person is always over, you know, judges too much, is too critical and everything else. But I'm going with just the first definition. A judgmental person is someone who uses judgment. Well, what does it mean to judge? What is judgment? Um, That is, judgment is the ability to judge, obviously, to make a decision or form an opinion objectively, authoritatively, and wisely, especially in matters affecting action. 
semicolon, good sense, semicolon, discretion. So a judgmental person uses judgment. Judgment is making a decision, forming an opinion objectively, using our wisdom, using good sense, using discretion. So when somebody says that Christians shouldn't judge, what they are saying is that we should not use good sense or discretion, and we should not be objective. That's what they're saying. So when somebody proposes that Jesus didn't want us to judge, they are proposing that Jesus was a lunatic. Because only a lunatic would say that human beings should not use discretion or, or, or good sense. But Jesus, of course, was not a lunatic. He was the most uh, brilliant human being to ever live because he was not a mere human being. He was God. He is God. So Jesus did not tell us not to judge because that wouldn't make any sense. It would be a poor judgment to tell people not to judge. But where do people get this idea from that we shouldn't judge? Well, I think they get it from Matthew chapter 7. Jesus says, judge not that you be not judged. I know we, we, we always leave it there. We say, well, there it is. End of discussion. Case proven. Judge not, period. Except that there's an, there's an entire paragraph after that. And, and so if you're quoting just that sentence and you're not giving the whole paragraph... Well, then you're being dishonest or you're being ignorant. You see, the Bible is, uh, uh, in each passage in the Bible, well, it's just, like any, it's just like anything else that you read in the sense that uh, you have to read the whole thing to, to understand, you know, every sentence cannot just be taken on its own and divorced from every other sentence. You can't do that. Jesus, just like all of us, when he communicated, he, he was trying to relay entire concepts. And the entirety of a concept cannot be contained in every word and sentence used to relay that context concept. You have to look at the entire thing. So judge not that you be not judged. He continues, for with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye and look, a plank is in your own. Hypocrite. Now here, here's the part. Here's the part that, that all the people say, well, Jesus says never judge. They never include this part. He says, first remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. He didn't say, don't try to remove the speck. He said, remove yours first. We, we find out here that, that actually he's not telling us not to judge. He's telling us how to judge. This is the appropriate way in which to judge. He's saying we can never condemn somebody to hell. We can never see inside their soul, inside their spirit. But we can judge right from wrong, uh, evil from good, sin from, from virtue. We can make that judgment, but first... It's important for us to try to be virtuous people ourselves. And whether we are virtuous or not virtuous, we can never condemn somebody to hell. That's what he's saying there. It's very, it's very clear. You, you don't need a, uh, a degree from a Bible college. You don't need to go to the seminary to understand what he's saying there because it's very clear. And, and, and that's, what I, that's what I really appreciate, appreciate is that Jesus so often spoke, he also spoke in, in uh, he was sometimes veiled in his language and he spoke in parables sometimes. Or you have to take time to unravel and, and really get into and, 
and understand. But then other times he speaks very clearly. Other times he's very clear. He's like, okay, well, this is what I'm saying. Boom. He doesn't say it quite like that. Boom. This is what I'm saying. Boom. Listen. That's how he communicates sometimes. Then you look in John chapter 7, verse 24. Jesus says, do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. So if all we're doing is isolating sentences, well, then nothing makes sense because on one hand he's saying, do not judge. And then here he says, judge with righteous judgment. He said, judge, you should judge. Yes, you must judge, but judge righteously. Don't judge according to appearance, judge rightly. That's what he's trying to tell us. In the case of the, of the transgender, quote unquote, uh, individual, the man who thinks he's a woman, the, the cross-dressing man, um, can we judge this man? Well, in a sense, we can. We can't say he's going to hell, and I don't believe that. I, I don't believe he's going to hell. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where he's going. Ultimately, I can't see inside his soul. I can't see into his heart. But we can, we can, we can make a few judgments. We can judge, number one, that um, he is trying to behave like a woman, but he is not. We, we can judge that he's a man. That's a judgment we can make. He is a man. And so his, his uh, wanting to behave like a woman or going to the woman's locker room that is wrong because that's not who he is. So we can make that judgment, but we can go further because when the man says to himself, well, I'm not comfortable in the men's locker room. I'd rather be in the women's because I, emotionally, I don't feel comfortable in the men's locker room. I'm going to go into the women's locker room. He knows. And, 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 and uh, he, he came out later in first 15 minutes of fame and identified himself and, and, and spoke a little bit he made it pretty clear that he knows he's making people uncomfortable in the women's locker. He knows he's making people uncomfortable. So when he makes that decision, when he says, well, doing it this way, doing it the right way, uh, going into the men's locker room makes, doesn't make me feel good, makes me uncomfortable. So I'm going to go into the women's locker room and I know that will make other people uncomfortable, but I'm going to do it anyway because this is about me and this is about my feelings well, that decision on his part is a selfish decision, and we can make that judgment. We can judge the act and say that is a selfish act. That is a selfish, arrogant, self-obsessed act. So we can judge. We can judge that this is a man who claims to be what he is not. We can judge that. And we can judge that in this case, he is behaving selfishly. We can make those judgments. And then we can go further. We can judge Planet Fitness. We can say that, that in kicking out a woman who was concerned for her privacy and her safety, who felt uncomfortable changing in front of a man, uh, in doing that, Planet Fitness acted abhorrently, absurdly, recklessly, foolishly, stupidly, as Barack Obama would say. We, we can make that judgment. We can make that judgment about their behavior, about their decision, about the company, we can make that judgment and we should. Uh, our whole life, our whole life depends on making judgments, on being judgmental, judgmental, people who make judgments of or concerning the act of making a judgment. Our whole life concerns the acts of making judgments. The transgender, quote unquote, made a judgment. He said, I'm a man in women's clothing. I'm going to walk into the female locker room. That's a judgment call that he made. Well, I can judge that judgment call and say that it was wrong. You see, but, but, but here I am spending all this time addressing 
um, you know, this notion that we shouldn't judge as Christians. And, and maybe I shouldn't, because number one, you know, to, to, it's from, a, from a Christian perspective, if someone's going to say, well, Jesus says not to judge, all you have to do is read the, the entire Bible passage to them, and it's over. That's all you have to do. To, to defeat that notion, all you have to do is read, you know, they're quoting, uh, Jesus says, do not judge. All you have to do is pull out that passage and read the next six sentences, and the conversation is over, it's, it's, it's done, you win, right? But beyond that, uh, as I've already said, nobody actually believes this. Nobody actually believes that you shouldn't make judgments. What they believe is that you shouldn't make judgments um, contrary to the sort of judgments they would make. So these progressives who run around saying, don't judge. Really, it's not that they're mistaken or they're wrong or they're misinterpreting scripture. Um, they're lying about scripture. So they're being liars and they're being cowards. Because rather than address your judgment, you know, I'm making the judgment that, well, he's a man who says he's a woman, uh, but that's, but, but he's not, you know, it's a judgment I'm making. Rather than address that judgment, rather than, rather than try to prove to me how, how it's possible for someone to be something they aren't just because they feel like they're something they aren't, rather than try to prove that to me, what you do is you, is you, is you undercut the conversation by saying, well, you have no right to, to be articulating these opinions in the first place because you shouldn't be making judgment calls at all. They're cowards. Rather than address the judgment call and try to prove it, irrational or wrong or illogical. They try to disqualify it outright by saying nobody should make judgments. It's cowardly. They say it as an excuse to not engage in the conversation. Cowards. And, and man, I wish, I wish, you know, pastors would get up at the pulpit and start addressing this kind of thing because I, maybe sometimes they do, but I rarely see it. I go to church every Sunday. I rarely see it. I'd love to see a pastor get up there and say, you know what, all this stuff about how you shouldn't judge, the people that say that are cowards, and here's why. We need to start, we need to start drawing these lines and, 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 and making this clear. Of course we should judge. Of course we should be judgmental in that we should exercise our judgment. All right, that's going to do it for me. Um, I'm glad that we could have this conversation and we could, and I'm glad at the end of it, we all agree now, don't we? We all agree. That's it. Um, I, I'm glad I could settle this and we could all now move on with our lives. Remember, you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Matt Walsh blog at Matt Walsh blog. And I will uh, talk to you later. Akruche Salus. Godspeed.